0: If, if I sound if I sound a little relaxed, it's because I uh, number one possibly overdid it a little bit at ye old gym. Number two I had a few beers and a few tequilas and uh, I'm feeling a little I'm feeling a little liquid but okay. Angrily, ooh, Angrily says, I'm good, how are you? You've been on a super long hiatus. Look, a lot of people have been, a lot of people have been. um, Hail the Villainous was streaming a lot. Uh, Dan Dasterly used to stream a lot. A lot of people used to stream a lot. And, uh, life happens. Things happen. Things come, things go. You know, like, what are you going to do? You'll be back when you can come back. Uh... And, and all of your friends will be there to say hello and smile along uh, When you do and what you're hearing is alcohol for the win, correct Also, what you're going to see is so uh, Here's the thing. You can't have a nightcap without a drink That also is against the rules at least for me so I am having a little bit of bourbon uh, with some coffee because I really needed some coffee but I'm drinking it in a coffee mug that I think you will all appreciate because is uh, sort of the topic of tonight's conversation. And I promised today I wasn't going to get fired up, I'm not going to get mad. I'm going to keep this very chill, because I'm feeling very chill. But, the sentiment that was expressed earlier, a little bit in some discussions that were had, Well, it's not just improved coffee, because I feel like that diminishes it. It's improved coffee. Coffee is spectacular. Improved coffee is something that should be lauded and celebrated. So yes, correct. It is an improved coffee. Also drank out of the most superior of vessels, which is about the best mug you can get in the world. Shall I read that to you out loud? (laughs) I've had this mug for a very long time I used to uh, this used to be the exclusive mug that I drank out of at a job a long time ago Uh, some of the other places that I've been in even at the place I've been in now uh, you know they're a little too (laughs) they're a little too uh, they don't get the humor quite so much angrily says, why do I feel like you're too happy about this? Well, you mean about a mug that says, hey, fuck you, you fucking fuck, on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes, it's kind of just what you want to say. It's, hey, you know what? Fuck you, you fucking fuck. And that was the, that was the ultimate sentiment, uh, described, I think, today on ye oldie Twitter, Um, and the topic is something that I have a little bit of some experience with, but also not quite so much how it was brought up. And the crux of it was that someone, and I'm not going to name names, had made the comment with his fucking stupid mouth that, Hey, you know, like, these fucking, like, rich fucking old authors Like, you know, they these books, and, like, after, like, 30 years, anything they wrote, like, the copyright, you know, like, this should just go away. And the stuff should just be free. And, like, everybody should should just be free to, like, print it and do what they want, man. Like, fucking, you know, like, way back in the day, original constitution. was, like, fucking 14 years, dude. Fucking, you're, you're, you're not, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not, uh, Encouraging creativity with copyrights, man, now that you're old, fucking... (sighs) And just off the bat, I've got a few comments that have brightened my evening, um, and once again prove why Anyone who stops by to the scarguna Lounge is instantly a higher caliber of person because we have a, oh, fuck that fucking fuck. And then the second one is a, he feels that way because no one wants to read his shit. And the thing is, the guy's got a lot of followers, but he's a fucking, the guy's a fucking rutabaga. He's a fucking asshole. Like, it, I have had run-ins with that dude before. I, I, yeah. No. No. And I know Mr. Badalair, by the way, if you're looking for some fun, badass action reading, check out our very own Jack Battleaire. He writes all sorts of books. He's a fucking great author. Sometimes he comes on the show and we talk about it. But man, check out Jack Badalair. Uh, read, read some of his fucking books. Um, Bill says he's a douche of the highest order. May the IRS discovery declares his goats as an entertainment expense. Oh, I was gonna make a goat sound, but I don't think I can make a goat sound. It would just sound like a sheep. And, uh, I don't want to disparage any sheep. Tell us how I really feel. I, but, bo- boss and actress, I said I wasn't gonna get all upset and fired up tonight. But, like, I don't know, I, th- I think about a th- I think about a thing like this, and I just go, that just seems so patently absurd. So, would you say that about, like, everything? So, like, music after 30 years, That's such just be free, public domain. Anyone can broadcast it and do whatever they want. What about, like, movies and TV shows? Hey, what about your fucking journalism articles, buddy boy? What about all that stuff? I mean, shit, at that point, why, even, why should I even have to credit you, man? You released it on the- Hey, you typed it out and it was on the internet, that's free, right? It's the fucking internet. Google pioneered that. It's all free now. Nobody wants to pay for anything. Everything should just be fucking free. Free, for free, 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 free. And fucking Mr. Don't antagonize a parrot fucking Stallman whatever the fuck his fucking name is. Oh yeah, everything should just be free. Why should I be paying for anything? Maybe because some of us have to fucking put food on the table, you mashugarless fuckface. Maybe that's why. Fucking disgusting, I hate it. <laughs> no, because legacy's a thing, children deserve their parents' music. And even if it was out, even with the, even if it was without the legacy of the children and the family thing, and I'm not saying I disagree with you, vill- villainous, because I don't disagree with you. Um... <laughs> Jack Badlair. I'm gonna paraphrase the thing that he said, and I hope I say this correctly. You can feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm a man who will admit when he's wrong, even though it happens almost never. <laughs> um, he has a fella that he knows who is in his 80s, and the only reason why the guy isn't eating fucking cat food is because somebody was able to basically republish his old works And those old works are basically bringing him some income in and the guy's able to put goddamn food on the table. And he's not fucking starving. And what? All these these people that are out there think that like, oh, because you wrote a book at some point in time in the past or whatever, that you're like some mega rich dude, like you're just, you're some billionaire swimming around in your Scrooge McDuck vault full of fucking gold coins. Hey man, don't you go fuck yourself with your stupid little suit and your dumbass AVI picture, you smarmy ass son of a bitch. Like, what? Those, those, those people, like, oh, well, you're retired now, so you just get free cash. I guess that maybe that's the thing. Maybe those people just think that, like, oh, once you reach a certain age, like, you're just rich. Oh, hey man, I turned 60 cash it just fell out of the fucking sky look at that shit oh it's crazy i don't have bills to worry about anymore because i'm just old when you're old bills just fucking go away i guess there's just this uh uh fucking it's like the it's like the fucking senior dinner at the fucking corner Coney island or whatever oh they give you a discount it maybe it's a discount but it's still not free you still have to pay for shit what you don't think they have medical bills and gas and heat and a phone and all the rest of this stuff to fucking pay for. Who the fuck do you think it pays for all that? Oh, fuck you! Fuck you right in your asshole, man! Jesus Christ! No, it shouldn't be fucking free. The shit shouldn't fucking expire. That person had an idea. If you were willing. To want to do a thing with it and it wasn't yours, you don't get it for free. Just because Google on the internet now. What about open source? Open source software. (laughs) And I am not even going to touch today yet another tweet by, I am sure, just a sterling fine individual who once again made the comment about how people who spend time at the gym are just knuckle-dragging morons who literally do nothing else with their lives. I can only deal with one meanly-mouthed fucking diarrhea brain a day on this goddamn show. And just like that, mint peppermint patty. I miss those commercials. I miss those commercials where people would bite into a mint peppermint patty and it would show like a refreshing thing and be all like refreshing. Thanks, Boston actress. Right back at you. They're like... When I bite into the refreshing taste of a York peppermint patty, I think I'm on the Alps of Switzerland. And was always like I don't know why, but those are always like refreshing. Actually, it just made my mouth water thinking about it. So like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe more stuff should be free, but I don't understand the position by people who hold art and such this high esteem but then also on the same token despise the fact that they can't just take it and do whatever they want with it and that that is effectively yours to quote unquote capitalize on Jack can you help me out I'm, I'm I hope I hope you're over there and you're I hope you're doing backflips in wherever you're at uh and not enraged and that you're at least like Thank God. Thank God I can hear somebody else actually squ- scream about this. I know, I'm going to tune in and watch this bald maniac yell about it. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Boston actress has to go uh, get her butt glow on. Uh, is that uh, You're going to use your distilled dildo juice cream? <sighs> It's also not just about free versus not free. Which, right, I mean, correct. But I I don't like that they have such a dismissive attitude about also people having, a, 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 you know, something where Well, like, another- okay, it becomes public domain. Okay, so then... I don't know, Penguin Random House or whomever can fucking say, oh, well, now we're gonna re-release this as the collected works of this guy with his fucking name, and because they can print it out and it costs basically no money to them, because they probably have printing presses that they run, that they can't print enough shit out on, because fucking whatever. And what? So now, they're actually making money off of shit that you get nothing for? What, fucking what the fuck is up with that? Because you know that would happen. Or what? Just like people do, and you see this all the time on YouTube. Or whatever. People take videos, like, go on there and watch like, fail videos. You know somebody had some original video that they put up, and all these guys come in there, and they scalp it up, and they put it in these compilations, and they give no fucking credit to the person that they originally came from. They get nothing. So, a place like what? Fail Army or Fail Gag or whatever. And look, I like those channels too. Because I like watching people who are smashing themselves up. Whatever. It's hilarious. Boy, you think each one of those people of those videos? Like, that guy's selling ads and products. And he's he's making money off of that. And that content wasn't stuff that he made. Oh, but he made the compilation though. Yeah, but like, he didn't... Uh, Oh, okay, yeah, at least I wasn't that far off the mark. Jack says, it's that once the work is public domain, large companies can snap them up and make money off of them. Yep. Yeah. And Boston Actress says, we don't need a reading, sir. You want to, what, you want to, you want to, <laughs> I thought you were going to say that guy was selling ass, not ads. I mean, if he wants to sell his ass, he's feel free to make whatever money he can off of that. I mean, whether you're going to sell ass or clams or conies, right? Doesn't fall under what you would consider fair use. So, I mean, I I've I've fallen into the same sort of thing. Whether that's people, I don't know, drawing art pictures. Like I have a lot of friends that are artists, and people will snap that stuff up and use pieces of it as logos, or for book covers, or whatever else, and they'll come back and they'll be like, hey, that's fucking, dude, that's not yours, I drew that. Oh, well, uh, you know, it's on your Art and whatever, and I just thought it was fine, because, you know, you're not making money off of it. So that means it's okay if you do? Eh? King Dinosaur, you have dropped into just a spirit, I, I broke my own rule about 30 seconds into this. I said it was gonna be chill and not get fired up and then I promptly started screaming and yelling like a made madman. <laughs> Boils my blood sticks in my fucking craw is what it does. I mean I I've man uh, cause I'm gonna be honest I've had stuff stolen from me like that before and that's what it is fucking stolen. In 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 the in the piece of it is All somebody had to do is just say, Hey man, I really think this is cool. Do you care if I, whatever? And maybe I say yes, and maybe I say no. But if I say no, then you have to stand that like a big boy and go, okay, well then I guess I have to look for something else. Not either throw temper tantrum, do it behind my back, be skeezy, or say, well, I'm doing it anyway, what are you going to do? Like, man, like... (laughs) Oh, fucking A. Villainous. Yeah, I found my art on someone's page. People steal my P- PG memes, and I fu- or your or- original character memes, and you hate it. Yeah. And they they put it on some big page or site or whatever, and then you look, and you go, okay, well, maybe you're not charging money for it directly, but you have Google ads and other shit on your fucking site. You have fucking ads and stuff on here, so you are making money off of it, you asshole. You fucking asshole journalist. I just, I need this for reporting. I want to take one of those cleaning brushes that you can put on the end of a cordless drill, like I talked about and showed as my Christmas gifts, and just put that right up their b'hole. Put it right up their No zero lube. No lube, not a gallon of salad lube or anything like that, not distilled dildo juice, nothing slippery. Take that and put it right up the hole. I'm going to put it on reverse because they don't even deserve forward. I'm going to put on reverse with a fully charged lithium. No, wait, you know what? I'm not even going to use one with a battery. We're going old school fucking power cord. We're going old school power cord. Maybe one from like the 60s where it probably doesn't even have the correct voltage regulator or governor on it. We're going full bore, full power. And I'm going to stick that fucker up there and we're going full trigger. That's what you get. Oh what? You yeah, had that shit had pull your story and publish it on your site? God damn it, dude! Fucking <laughs> fucking what the fuck? <laughs> oh <laughs> Boston actress already got the knocks. What are you why are you doing to that? You listen to that guy again? You listen to that fucking weirdo? Are you on that on that uh, website again? You're turning that off. (laughs) Yeah, I do remember that. That was, uh, yeah, something like in the fall. Oh, man, and and in that case, all you have to do is ask. But if the person says no, the person says no. What part about, hey, I created this, and so I would like... Does create does creative control, at the very least, not resonate with you? Yeah, here's the other thing. So then Bill says, I'd ordered the fucker's book a couple weeks before. It was a collection of short stories. I gotta wonder how many were even his. (laughs) Who the fuck knows? It's clear he's clearly shown that he doesn't give credit to people in the past. So how do you know? Maybe he uh maybe he took it off of a forum somewhere from some long dead post of uh who the fuck knows. Ah, this guy who cares. Oh, well, I I saw this a long I read it a long time ago on a on a forum, so it's old. So if it's old, that means it's just free. <clears throat> Boss, him crazy in here, all laughing by myself. What the fuck, that voice. Uh... (laughs) You should just tell him you are crazy. You should do- What you should do, Boston actress, is you should have him come in, and you should just be like, holding a banana, or something, and just be like, What? It's a funny show! And you show it to him, and then he thinks you're just got. He thinks you're goddamn bananas. Get it? That's the second wink you guys got tonight. You should be pr- uh, proud of yourself and happy, happy about that. <laughs> Refund time, right? I mean, like, I don't know. I, 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 I <sighs> somebody else put in effort and time, and that was their idea, and whatever. And what is this whole thing about? In in. I, I don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know. I, this part of me just goes, I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. So, again, uh, maybe some of you who are here in the chat who are artists or creators can help me. Hail the Villainous, Jack, even Wild Bill. I mean, even you, Boston actress, you've been in film. So, that's a part of this, too. Uh, angrily, I think you've done some artwork. But, like, what, what it? what is it this thing where you're like well but that's not encouraging creativity huh what does that mean i don't even under- i don't understand what that means the f- what the fuck is that <laughs> okay you know what i feel like that. I feel like the foot <laughs> i I wanna go on the record and just say, I love you all so much. I mean that so fucking wholeheartedly. Uh, the first- the first three answers that I got. Jack Belair. It's garbage is what it is. Second one, King Dinosaur. That sounds like bullshit! Third, Wild Bill Flint. I don't know what the fuck that means! (laughs) Fillinous. Translation! I have no talent, and I want to profit from yours. <laughs> God, I'm just like, and they keep saying it. They keep saying it. Like, look, like I, I, I'm i not I'm not saying I want to know all the nuance of, of every ins and outs and whatever of it, but you go back and you look at some of, yes, the original founders and the constitution or whatever the fuck it is in like there's a thing in there about how they had some thing with copyright but they didn't want to make it indefinite because it would st- i don't know stifle creativity because of research of this and the other but like some of it then was yeah well, it was 14 years but with the option of renewing it if you were still alive so just because the guy is 80 years old he's still alive like it's a live guy <laughs> <laughs> So what is this stifling creativity shit? And then just repeat it over and over. Yeah, but that's uh, 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 art art though. Who who can truly own art? Why? <laughs> Bunch of punks up in here. It means writing Jane R. with zombies instead of their own historical zombie romance. <laughs> yeah. Fucking liars, dude. Just stop it. Just fucking stop it. Fucking disgusting. I hate it. Fuck that. This. You want to see it again? You're all going to get to see it again. I hope you're here. Are you ready? Because I know a couple of you might not have seen this. I'm gonna show you again the best mug in the world. Got it? Boss Nectors says, Don't get me wrong, I feel right at home. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you're... You're from Boston. There's a good mix of look. There's some very highbrow, intelligent, smart, creative, can't, like fill in the blank with whatever pod- positive adjective you want. But it also doesn't mean that a lot of the people who are here are fucking jelly spine fucking squids. Fucking no, man. Like there's a little bit of a, hey, this is fucking bullshit. The fuck are you talking about. Look, people, a, a little bit of the, Look, I'm not gonna like get into some sticking my pinky in the corner of mouth debate. How about just fuck you? I'm not listening to your bullshit anymore. Fucking I don't owe you the debate. You're just a fucking asshole, man. <laughs> the Great Gatsby is now public domain. Cue everyone writing their Great Gatsby deri- derivative works. So many of my books are homages to other styles and genres and kinds of formula genre novels. But I didn't need to scrape someone else's IP to write them. It's not that hard to write a book that doesn't use someone's IP. God forbid, dude. Oh, but all the stories are (coughs) taken. Hail the villainous. Ask them how. How exactly is it stifling it? You can still read that book or listen to that song. You just can't show someone else's shit. Yeah, but that beat. I'm going to get accused of stealing it. And instead, if it was free, I could remix it. Make it my own. Losing my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I agree, Jack. And like, look, the thing is, we've talked about writing when you were here. There's stuff that's been written that I'm going to say is objectively... Not so polished, meaning I don't think it's very good, but it doesn't matter in a sense. It doesn't matter if somebody just wants to read it because it's got people eat fucking hostess cream pies. People go eat fast food. They also go eat fine steaks and whatever. It can all coexist on the same fucking shelf in your fucking pantry or on your fucking bookshelf, or your CD case, or your iPad, or your iMac, or your I fuck You or suck a dick, eat a dick, I don't care. It, it doesn't... Look, if nobody want, likes your stuff, then maybe you should just like go do a different thing then. I don't know what else to tell you, dude. But justifying taking someone else's thing and making it your own just cause it's old I- I don't understand. Eh? Bill comments, more people need to take that stance. No. You're full of shit, go fuck yourself. Shut your festering cob, you twit. I said the best- The best function that Twitter gives you, the best function that Twitter gives you is not the block. It's the mute. Because you block Stuff. And then you go, Ha ha! They blocked me! It means I win! No. It. I'm gonna get it. Maybe we'll do this after the break. Because I need to go get another drinky drink. Um. I have an interesting thought about block. But mute is great. Because then it just just goes away. And nobody knows. And it's just. Ah. Uh, refreshing. That's just. the The evil is gone. (laughs) Your friend villainous says my friend Steve has been called the greatest living American artist and he still has a day job. Fuck off with that. Oh, what? He's not rolling around and just gobs of cash. He doesn't, he's not, doesn't have a private jet and he doesn't have like a robot suit and you know, butlers and a fucking mansion with spas and fuck. Well, what? Like Jack comments, I work with a whole bunch of Western writers, thousands of Western novels amongst them, and yet no one is chafing because they can't snipe The Rifleman or Hop Along Cassidy. Yeah, hey, but, but how am I going to stand out because my book's got a. She's just rifle and hats, and. I want to remix it. No, you want to piggyback and steal it because the only recognition you would get was based on somebody else's more popular creation because you fucking suck. And to that, I say, ram it, ram it, ram it, ram it up your poop chute. And I'm borrowing that from Mr. Frank Zappa and you should go listen to Frank Zappa because he was a phenomenal artist. Way better than on me, especially in the uh, m- music sense. So podcast folks, you're going to take a little bit of a break and put some music on by knocko 1979. And I'm going to go get ye oldie refill and I'll be right back. In the meantime, feel free to scream at one another and chat. No, don't do that. Well, you can, if you want to, I don't really care. Just I don't even want to say be nice. You have to be nice. Just uh, realize that all of us here are in the lounge, so you don't want to disrupt people who might be sitting in the background, just enjoying a drink or a smoke or a toke or whatever they're doing. Right? All right. We'll be right back. Okay. A little bit of some music there from Naco, 1979. He uh, played a really cool, little cool, cool little track there. I feel like that. I feel like that has the uh, the right sort of uh, vibe uh, for the particular channel. So can't thank him enough uh, for that. <laughs> that overlays really strangely with the 2077 combat soundtrack. Bill, how is your computer? Everybody, Bill got a new gaming computer. He uh, was about as happy as a young boy can be, with a new, uh, computer. That's always exciting, man. It's fun to get a new, uh, new computer like that. Um... But... (sighs) I've even known some... (laughs) Aww. Wild Bill Flint sheds a tear... of beatific joy. Like... I don't want to spend this whole entire episode beating the drum on this whole stealing other people's shit and it should be free and whatever crap because I feel like I've said my piece on that and I feel like most of the people in chat tend to agree. You know, sometimes you want a thing and you can't have it. I'm sorry, dude. Sometimes you wish you could be the greatest writer in the world, but you're not a very good writer, so I'm sorry. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Maybe you'd love to be a great painter or musician or whatever. And it's just not in your aptitude. I get it. You don't think that millions of people throughout history and throughout time wish that they could have been a famous insert whatever and couldn't. But that doesn't mean that, like, just because you want it, you should be able to just take it and just have it and do whatever you want with it. Whether it's making money with it or whatever. I don't care. Like, you... No, man. I mean, I've even known some people that just did, like, graphic art layouts. Like, cascading style sheet work, or whatever. (laughs) Or even just, uh, even just layouts here on Twitch, or whatever. People will, more or less, take them from other places, and then they, like... And God, they don't even credit the original person that did it. Like, and that's the, that's... You want to talk about the most insult insulting of the insult like they don't even credit the person back who originally made it and just pass it off like it was theirs please stop it please stop doing that it's just not. it's not cool man <sighs> he's one of those people that cut the line and start waving their cash at the kitchen and yelling a pump number right yeah but I'm the, this, oh, oh, villainous that's like so, maybe I'm off base, this is a little bit of a parallel, but I think it fits. Because people. somebody said- well, there's, a, there's another story to this directly, but that's like- uh, Excuse me, but you're, you're- like, you're cutting the line. Yeah, but I have ch- I have my kids in the car! Oh- okay? I have dinner cooking at home, I gotta get home! For So? That's a justification for like, being a shit? So, like, one of the guys, Raven Dreams. So, Raven, Raven Dreams, who does his narration. That guy puts a lot of work into that. Like, that's a lot of hard work. I didn't realize how much hard work it was until I started doing this show and started doing those narrations. You have to upload that stuff, put it together edit the sound, video, graphics, all the rest of that shit. Even just the fucking YouTube screen, whatever. Like, that's a lot of work. Dude puts a lot of work into that. And I admire the amount of work that he puts in to produce that amount of fucking, uh, when he puts in that amount of fucking work and, and time to generate all that stuff. And so he finds one of his fucking, like, narrations on somebody else's channel. As part of some, like, I don't know if, I think it was just some, like, compilation. The guy just has it on his channel. I don't even think he had him referenced at all. And so he confronts him about it, and he's like, "Hey, like that—that's mine. Like I, what are you doing?" Oh well, I thought it would be fine. Well, it's not fine. Like you, like why would you fucking do this? Like that's my content. And the guy's response was, "Well, yeah, but like, you know, I need money because like I've got stuff to pay for and bills and whatever." Justification was basically like, I don't have, I don't have, so you should be cool with me taking this. (laughs) It's like, I don't care. Your point of pity and empathy here, you broke it, man. Like, I don't give a shit. Take it down. Fucking, yeah, but I wanna. I want it. Mine. Mine. Well, I mean, you're not bullied. Maybe just fucking just told, hey, fuck that. You're a shit, you fucking thief. You fucking little thief. Just call it what it is. You weren't a remixer. You weren't a collaboration artist. You're just a fucking little thief. You're a little fucking thief. That's what you are. And you know what? If you want to own up to that and just say that that's what you are, That's fine. I would at least have a little more respect for that. Don't come off there like with your smarmy, you know, well, I just recently listened to a college professor and he was talking about a case back in 1422 where a man's armor. man, take your word salad, whatever, pour a gallon of lube on it and fucking cram it in your eyeball. Socket-hole-face. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, it's more and more prevalent. It's terrible. Uh, the thing happened to you and your friend, Leah. People do not care, you can't take someone else's- ar- Villainous, what exactly happened on that one? If you can, if you can type it out. Like, what, what happened there? But I mean, imagine that! Imagine that! So, Boston actress. I mean, that would be like, I mean, could you imagine somebody just... take Somebody, what, goes and takes, like, a Hollywood movie and just cuts 90% of it out and then puts it alongside another movie and says, well, it's a comedy collaboration and that should be okay, because it's art. And that's my art. My artistic vision was to combine these two together. So I'm playing these movies together. That should just be okay. Oh, also, by the way, I didn't... I cut the credits part out because y'all can just... Go pound it. Go pound sand. Fuck you. I get the credit because it's on my channel. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine that? And and what? What would would your justification of that be? Yeah, hell no. So why is it okay with like a book? Oh, well, it's old now. So fucking, just be free. What? (sighs) What? Villanous' My Big Daddy, was that uh, the Bioshock Big Daddy, was being used as a site's background. And then Leah's charcoal of a night demon was used in some wiki page as a reference photo. I mean, what the the fuck, man? (laughs) No credit, no nothing? Bioshock is cool, by the way. Bill, did you get into Bioshock at all? Or is that too creepy for you? I feel like that would have been a game that maybe you would have liked, but maybe that's a little too spooky. That might be a little too creepish for y'all. I'm just taking stuff like that, and my god, the visual, you visual artists, I have the biggest, I have the biggest empathy for you, because that is just absolutely and undyingly fucking rampant. Unbelievably rampant. This, by the way, This fucking, this gargoyle, this gargoyle with the cigar, I paid for that. That was a paid commission that was done by Lou Daddick, uh, she is on Twitter, but I, look, I, I paid for that. So, like, they got money that was, you know, they didn't just take it from somewhere and just decide it was gonna be mine. Jesus. Bill says, yeah, the first one is right on the line. Super awesome. One great thing about social media is that you can out these shitbags in the public square. (laughs) Uh someone sent you a link for some website that sells posters of you. What? What? King Dinosaur is just silently fuming. King Dinosaur, I'm sorry. This is is meant to be, this is usually a more happy show. Yesterday's show was the hilarious show. You should have been here for yesterday's when it was just bonkers. Talking about Boston actors spreading distilled dildo juice all over her butt. (laughs) Today everybody's just, (laughs) I feel like everybody's just silently vibrating in their seats. (laughs) you're only worth $14.99 but that's still ridiculous though somebody's just making money off of poster what? King Dinosaur yeah I paid the photographer for your book cover and credited him I would have given him a percentage of sales but he was super cool and just took a straight fee like, man, you work the stuff out. Like, e- <laughs> only I can get away with that talk. <laughs> That's because I'm so charming. <laughs> uh-huh. By the way, um, are you all wondering what exactly we're talking about? Do you want me to do a, do you want me to do a, um, if you weren't here yesterday, let's see. Uh, if you weren't here yesterday, what we did yesterday... Alright, I feel like we should be done with this whole stealing other people's art talk, because the nightcap's supposed to be chill, and now we're all just in a fucking... smoldering RAGE! So, uh, let's lighten it up with a little bit of some silliness. And so, what I'm going to do is yesterday... Uh, we filled in, uh, some ridiculous stories, and one of them here, uh, let's see. Villainous says, I did a job for a landscaper, and he used your image for t-shirts and truck magnets, then never paid. Every time you see your shirt, you'd be mad again. Oh my god. I would have, I would have blown my top. Oh. Fucking Seriously? And like, wh- how did, do- I cannot, I, I, I can't anywhere in my whatever just go, how, how do you think that's just okay? It, it, and, and maybe, and maybe if you were one of those people who was like, hey man, artists, fuck you, fucking, it's a stupid job and you're dumb or something. But, like, these people that are online that were doing this, there were these, like, art is the most pure thing and I respect it entirely. But also, you're like. (sighs) (laughs) Well, at least you got paid three years later. Ugh. All right. So here's a funny thing. We did this yesterday. You're going to hear it again. But yesterday we, with the help of the lovely people from chat. So this was all part of your creation, not just mine. But we created a commercial for face cream. And now ladies and fish heads, an important commercial message from our refrigerator. The manufacturer of new, improved all-goo, the face cream for women. All-goo now contains a new obedient ingredient called hexamone, which is made from distilled dildo juice. If you rub all-goo on your gown every evening, your complexion will look as cautious as a daisy. The famous Hollywood star, Boston actress, says, I use all-goo every day. And my complexion is always smelly and my buttocks always have a youthful glow. Yes, all goo is the glamorous cream of the stars. Remember, if you want a softer, smoother oatmeal, get all goo in the handy seven-pound size at your friendly neighborhood lawyer store. Horribly awry or horribly right? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I mean, I, I take zero credit for that. That was a a combination of everyone in the chat and there was a website to just, uh, redkids, uh, dot net that just has them up out there, um, so, you know, to read them silly. I should make that a thing. If anybody wants to submit some Mad Lib stories, I'd be more than happy to use those. Write yourself something silly or something goofball, cut out the pieces where you'd like the words replaced. I'll give you credit. If you read them out, we can have the we can have the chat do the replacements for the rest of the story if you'd like. If you'd like to showcase any art or show a book or story or anything at all, you know I am very much in the look. You credit the people that do this stuff. Don't just take it. Don't don't fucking don't just fucking take it, man. Just stop it. That's not nice, and I don't like it. So, let's see. Do I have any... Do I have anything else before we go? It's... I can't believe this uh, This hour flew by like no tomorrow. I thought yesterday's hour went quick. I feel like I just got down here. Out of control. Just out of fucking control. Eh. Uh. Okay. I have a very old thing here. This, I'm gonna read something. I'm gonna do, you wanna do a narration? I am going to do this. Uh, here you go, it's an old thing, I'm doing it for two minutes. Uh, you can, if you want to, you can spend uh, 180 conies if you wanna revote. So there, there's a poll, it's there for two minutes. Uh, I think I wrote this over shit it might be 20 years 20 years or something ago um very very old and uh i can't remember exactly what i wrote this for i think it it was for some character from somewhere um let me see. I have a. Uh, I have to look up. Uh, what is this, real quick? Okay, I have one vote for yes. I feel like everybody else is probably either relaxing, sleeping, or has drank or drugged themselves into a stupor at the f- after the fury of people stealing things. Um. <sighs> uh. Uh, bu- 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 Okay, I think I found it. Um. Boop, 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 boop. This isn't the greatest thing in the world because it's old, and I think I wrote it. Uh, I think I re- typed this in like a fucking chat room, so it's a little hack. Dolly Pop Eleven says yes. Hi, Dolly Pop Eleven. Good to see you. All right, here we go. This is The Black Mask. <clears throat> Rutger Warner was the living lord of a rather mysterious, avoided-out-of-fear manner that sat atop a lonely hill. While the history of the house had been muddled over the course of time, it was pretty much regarded as a place of suspicion. A woman, one with a past of being rather eccentric herself, accused of being a witch, seeks work there one day when a request is made for a live-in housekeeper. She accepts and comes in contact with the man who rather haunts the house, a lonely man whose face is always covered by a black leather mask. She senses much unease in the house, especially when taking care of the masked man's father who writhes in sickness upstairs. Over time, the two sort of become friends, until one evening when she finally asks him, why does he wear the mask? Why does she feel that the house is always watching her, following her? Tea is made. Cookies that the woman had made earlier in the day are served. Neither of it is much consumed. Rutger sits in a large, cozy leather, easy chair in front of the fire. As he begins to talk, the woman notices, for the first time, that the sexy, attractive, smooth voice has an eerie, hollow, metallic quality. There's no muffled sound of the mask obscuring his voice. Rather, he speaks just as clear as she does, and yet the onyx mask glints in the firelight as he speaks the eyes staring straight ahead as if in a daze, as he tells a rather incredible tale. For a long time, the House of Warner had been of world travelers, hunters, and explorers. His great-great-grandfathers had traveled to many mysterious places, learned many strange things, and brought exotic artifacts and books back to their homes when they returned. All this time, his family had been collecting... Pieces of the occult and the odd, and with each generation they were told of the vast collections of rare things that were kept in the basement or attic, some of them locked away and under key for very good reason. And yet each man of the house was given papers and diaries that spoke of each artifact and where they came from. Rutger had taken to read and study much of these when he was younger, reading the stories and journeys and adventures tales. The odd things that were brought back from hidden lands and caves and coves. And eventually, interest turned into quiet knowledge and then obsessive intrigue. He fell in love with a gorgeous young woman from town at some point and paid more attention to the family business, to her, to hunting, to fencing. Put those thoughts aside. And then the war came. And while his family was rich, they were never above associating with the common man, the working folk, and many of his friends were the same commoners, and when they went off to fight, he felt a pang of regret and sadness that many of them would be killed, while he, due to his mastery state, would be exempt and stay home. Being a strapping, young man, he couldn't resist the lure of the fight. To be able to fight by the side of his friends. And so his girlfriend, his fiancée, pleaded for him to stay. Don't go! Stay with her. Avoid the chance that he would be killed. He assured her that he would return. And so, under an assumed name, he rode off into the night to fight alongside of his friends. A few weeks into the field, roughing and toughing it out with the rest of them, their small detachment was sent to scout out an enemy encampment. Under the cloak of night, they crept. It was decided that Rutger should circle around the back, take the flank. Up and... Around a hill he crept, and when he had reached the top and looked down, saw that they had been ambushed, tricked, set up. A distance away he saw his friends being tortured and gutted alive. Tied to the backs of their horses, brutally killed as the frightened steeds dragged their bodies over the semi-rocky forested terrain. He was in shock. Nothing he could do now would save the life of his friends. They had died together, and he had lived alone. Left to feel like, even now, his stature prevented him from dying for his country alongside those he loved and cherished. And so he raced home, furious with himself and angry at what had happened. And when he arrived home, he would demand his family put more funds into the war. Support the troops! Supply equipment! However, when he arrived home, home to the Warner Manor, his lady, Lady Charissa, was sick and dying from a fever. A fever she had gotten when the invading troops attacked her small town, wounded her, and she now lay infected, stricken, and pale as death itself. No sooner had he arrived at her bedside than she looked to his eyes and asked him, Why did you ever leave? And then passed away. A man can be driven to anger, to rage, and to insanity, but when you mix all three of these together, you have a Dangerous potion, both to himself and to others. It stops him from thinking clearly, from being rational. He had read of an item, a mask, a hunter's mask, from times and places long forgot, a relic supposedly created by an old god, a trophy of power and triumph. He who wore it would be granted a strength unknown to men. Powers granted to demons and angels, of shadows and swords unwielded or seen by human eyes or held by human hands. Feverishly sought it through the chests and crates in the basement until he found it. He knew it when he laid eyes on it. It was a perfectly made black mask. It still shined. It looked brand new, malevolent. In the curves and stitches of the leather. Curiously, there were no eye holes in the mask, only slight bulges around where they would fix to one's face. So he muttered a promise of revenge, taken life for taken life, decided to put it on. And he placed the mask on his face He at once could see as clear in the darkness as the day. His muscles bulged and burned, and as he fled from the house, the speed of his feet matched none a horse could catch. He tore off his clothes, driven mad with power that coursed through his veins in electric lethality. He bolted through the night in a mindless rage, until he found them. The enemy. The prey nestled there in the same valley before they moved on. His body tensed, coiled, seethed with blood as hot as rage, ancient and incarnate. And then he unleashed the true power of the mask. And even now, all he could remember were the screams, as the form of anguish, pure anguish, fell upon them. Bullets torn to his flesh, blades cut and stabbed him, but it's pointless to try and harm something composed of utter violence. The faceless mask of the thing, mocked, smiled at them, tore them apart. His hands ripped them limb from limb. Ragged, teeth sabers forged of hatred sprung from his body, Whips of venom-barbed tendons coiled and lashed out as they tried to flee. Melted their flesh like fire melts wax. The mask itself had made him a weapon. A phantom shape, then the score of minutes killed enough men to run blood rivers down the hillside. When it was over, this body of ragged, torn figures, vision cleared, and at once he glimpsed what he had done. A picture of carnage! And that to this day, still haunted his wake dreams. Haunted all of his waking hours. Near insane, he ran home. Semi-conscious, sticking to the shadows. His body bleeding into and then turning into some sort of ethereal camouflage. Invisible. Melted with the nasty, disgusting things that prowl between the beams of sun. He had made a mistake more grave than he ever imagined. His wounds healed as he ran and forged his body into perfect health. And when he arrived home, his father had fallen ill with a sickness the likes doctors had never seen. They wondered why the young lord wore a strange mask on his face. Was he injured? Oh, maybe he was wounded, burned, or disfigured in the fighting, but... Quickly, they all felt an unease that pervaded the hour, pervaded the house. And so he chased them away. Life for life, soul for soul. The men he killed would forever torture his father, forever torment him, and take his life on earth in pain as Rutger had taken theirs in blood. His suffering had begun. And so he was forced to wear the mask forever. Because removing it would display the true form of the being, his new body. And in his weaker moments, he could not resist, barely resist the temptation to take it off. And the unearthly howls that echoed out of the black forest were ample fuel for legends and tales of devils that stalked the wooded hollows. That was all of it. The price of power was great, so they say, and so it would be paid by him and his father. The result of a young man's foolish anger forged by meddling forces beyond his comprehension and control. The end. Uh, Joey. Howdy, Joey. Yes, it was story time. Uh, We were wrapping up today's episode. We had a fiery, blistering, fueled rant about people stealing people's art. And so, we wanted to end today's episode with just a little bit of a story. So, uh, I read a very old story I wrote a long time ago. Uh, thank you so much, Villainous. Thank you very much, King Dinosaur. I really appreciate that. Uh, Boston actress, bravo. Thank you. It's all right, Joey. No worries, man. Just uh, sit back and enjoy, relax. That's what we're all doing. It's okay if you come in late. This is all about just being chill. Um, That particular story and character, uh, I sort of merged and melded and switched around and changed around a lot uh, as time went on. Um, But you know, it it, it was fun. Um, there, There was a song, I can't remember who it was by, Bruce, it might have been by Bruce Dickinson called The Book of Thel. And there's some passage from that song that I think inspired it at the time. Every now and then I'll listen to music. And music is a big inspiration for a lot of my writing. I'll hear some piece of music and it's uh, it's like a light switch. It will flick something uh, in my brain and I just have to get to keyboard or pen and paper. It'll just conjure a story and it just goes out of control from there. Uh, hasn't happened a whole lot lately. What with, uh, COVID and sadness and blah, 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 blah. But, um, I have thought about writing some new stuff. Um, I have taken some, uh, very positive reinforcement and feedback from some folks and have started writing some new stuff. So that might be there to share sometime soon. Uh, Joey says he's quite happy. Joey, we're quite, you know, I'm, I'm glad you're happy, man. We were talking earlier about art. By the way, Zero Joey, fantastic, uh, you know, growing artist. Um draws some great some great pictures, some great artwork himself. Um, you know, like celebrate those artists. It's great if you love their work, but just give them credit and share and ask them if you can reuse their stuff. Don't just take. The less that you give your taker, don't be a taker. Nobody likes that. It's not good. And that's a line from fucking Dio. I think. Is it from Dio? I think it's from Dio. I love Dio. Cheers to you, Dio. With your cape and scepter and... I miss that guy. You know that dude was like super into fucking basketball? He like loved basketball? Dio was like this huge fucking basketball fanatic. How's that go? The less that you give, you're a taker. The closer you get to the meaning. The sooner you know that you're dreaming. And it's on and on and on. It's heaven and hell. A friend helped you with your depression a couple of days lately. That's the thing about friends, you've got it, like, friends are so infinitely important and as I've said many times, part of the reason why I do these nightcaps is because of you guys, because of the friendships and the laugh and the laughter and the stories, you will never be able to know how much you have helped me, how much you have brought joy to my life in a time of near incomprehensible sadness. Um, I can never repay that. And part of me says friends don't need to repay that. That's the point of having friends, which is what I would say to someone else. If they said that to me, so cheers to you all out there. That's going to do it for tonight's nightcap. We sort of went around the mountain on that one. Went from, I'm going to be chill to fire and brimstone (laughs) and then back to a little bit of a more calm reading and kind of settling down here near the end. Um, So sorry that I'm sad. Uh, You know, thank you for that, Villainous. Look, things are much better. Things are are much better in that regard. I really have high hopes uh, for for this upcoming year. Um, Boston Actress, that's about the greatest compliment anyone could give to me. Uh, Your show is my sanity. Um, likewise, all of you are my sanity. So, thank you so much. And so here's a big cheers. Lots of hugs, lots of laughter. We'll see you again tomorrow at 11 p.m. What's tomorrow's topic? I don't know, we'll see. There's always shenanigans that happen during the day. And barring shenanigans, we can actually just chill out and just laugh at nothing. So, what we're gonna do is we're gonna end this particular episode and show with some music from NACO 1979 and a raid on over to some lucky person who is currently streaming. As we say at the end of all of these episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and all that good shit. Get yourself some rest, get yourself some sleep. I love you very much. Take care of yourselves out there, okay? All right, that's gonna be it. <laughs>